0: be present. Right. Um, it's the
1: only thing we can count on is it, this very second.
0: That's right. And we have to slow ourselves down. We we really, especially if we don't have body language to read. Have you been neck deep in a sales presentation and noticed your prospect is drifting off or their eyes have gone aglaze? It could be that you are talking way over your opportunity in overselling your product or service offering today's episode revolves around the idea from the movie wolf of wall street how would you sell a ballpoint pen ed and phil will discuss the root cause of the very common sales mistake the prospect's point of view is not being considered and what more importantly you can do
1: to fix it. Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene is back in Coeur d'Alene for the third year in a row, presenting over 20 expert speakers on all things social media. Be sure to visit smwcda.com for more information on Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene and the Social Media Summit Inner Circle. Welcome to the Business Buffet Podcast with Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson, this is a conversation in and around business with a pinch here and a sprinkle there of anecdotal stories. Like most buffets, we will offer the staples, you know, the things that are in every buffet, the meat and potatoes with the cursory helping of veggies. Our Business Buffet podcast aims to give you the fundamental principles and strategies any successful business needs to know. Please subscribe to the Business Buffet podcast wherever you download your podcasts. We hope you're hungry as the Business Buffet is open and ready to serve. Now, here is Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson.
0: Welcome to the Business Buffet. Thank you for taking the time to tune in and even share with our musings with our friends. Phil and I both look at podcasting as an ideal coronavirus networking opportunity. I mean, what networking group would let you have a 30-minute conversation that finds and resolves business problems? Phil, have you ever been to a networking group that just spent time sitting around discussing problems that businesses struggle with?
1: So I think that's almost an oxymoron statement, right? Because a networking group, uh, almost by definition, is you're trying to network to do transactional business. So... Probably not. What you're describing almost sounds like a mastermind group, which kind of targets different problems and tries to resolve them, right? But right, right. But the networking group that I'm involved with, you know, look, it's a full-on 60-second commercials for your product or service, and that's not really there may be single problems that only that company can solve. But how
0: valuable is it when you can sit around oh, for sure. with trusted people and and just share the stuff that you're struggling with?
1: It's it's vastly uh, helpful, high benefit. And you and I, we designed this thing to hopefully find some really um, – uh, hard pain points that small business owners are going through and try to resolve that, help them through that, right? Absolutely. And so you're right. 30-minute sit-down session on really diving into a
0: particular problem. I mean, is there any better thing than podcasting in this regard? No, no. By the way, hi, Phil. How you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> thanks for, hey, thanks for asking at two minutes in.
0: Yeah, you know, you know, I messed up last week and wasn't able to get my business buffet fixed, so... Thank you, Phil, for covering for me. Not sure if you notice, but I got a little twitch. What's the twitch? How did last week's episode go?
1: Oh, last week? It, well, it was us, but the week before that was not. Right. It, it went It went, It went. went okay, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. Or did you
0: listen to it? I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I just, it, wa- I just wanted you to know that
1: I, I appreciated oh, you covering for me. Publicly stating it means
0: everything. Yeah. So okay, I got to get my visual <laughs> I got to get my visual aid here for my Facebook friends. By the way, we're This is we're, a podcast. We don't need a pen. Yeah, we're we're streaming this live on Facebook. So uh if you tune into the Business Buffet podcast uh page on Facebook, you can find us on uh, businessbuffet.page and then links over to our Facebook page or Twitter. You know, Twitter. We're also on Twitter. Yeah. That's right. So we're streaming live the whole episode. In fact, if you're watching the Facebook episode, you're going to see just how many mistakes we make when we do this. I mean, I'm I'm not pulling levers right. I didn't hit buttons right. I ain't, God, Yeah. Live video, baby. Got to love it. Got to love it. So I'm going to hold the pin. Metaphorically, in the podcast, you got to imagine that... Oh, you can hear it. I got my ballpoint pin right here. So... <laughs> In the true Wolf of Wall Street movie, have you seen that movie before? I don't think I've seen the whole movie, no. I,
1: know, it's on our to do list. Yeah, it, it,
0: honestly, it's, it's kind of a crummy movie because it's really a lot, of swearing. a lot of swearing and mostly about drug use, what people with a lot of money do when they're drug addicts. But there's, there's this scene in there and it, it kind of goes throughout the movie. And, and it's a, it's a theme about how do you sell? So I'm going to ask this question, Phil, Mm -hmm. I am holding a ballpoint pen in my hand Okay, and I'm now handing it to you. Thank you. Oh, let's
1: says Zenith exhibits right on it. Isn't
0: that cool? Isn't that great great? branding
1: right there? That's right.
0: Let's pretend for a moment that I just made you the lead ballpoint pen salesman for our company. Okay. How would you go about selling me that pen? Well, there's
1: a number of ways I think, uh, you know, this is, a, this is a great pen because uh, it writes well, and it also has one of those nice little things that can go on a tablet, right? A little, uh, what do you call a that? A, a, stylus.
0: a stylus. A stylus, yeah. Stylus. So this
1: is actually pretty sleek. It's easy to hold. I think what I might do, though, Ed, is I might ask you, uh, do me a favor, write this down.
0: I don't have a pen. Oh, here, I got a pen. How would you like this? Dang, bingo. The idea here, folks we got to stop selling the drill and start selling the whole. Too often when we are faced with somebody sitting across the table who needs our service, we sit there and we just verbally puke on them all of our credentials. We tell them everything, where we went to school, how many kids we had, you know, where we met our wife, and the most mundane stuff that to me is meaningless.
1: It's still all of that stuff is behind a transactional mindset.
0: It is. And it it's kinda like I think it's a it's a a space filler. I, I think what's what's happening is the salesman thinks that they've got to sell. In order to get somebody to buy, you just gotta keep talking. And if you keep talking enough, eventually they'll break down and they'll go ahead and buy, right? That the seven no's to get to a yes or
1: something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. I've you, always thought that was a bunch of hogwash. Yeah,
0: those presumptive sales closes, I, you know, I know them, I don't like them, I studied them so I would avoid them. That's kind of the way I took those classes. The um, uh, Sandler sales system. Uh, I was a Nimlock sales representative. Nimlock is a, is a trade show display company. Cousin of Nimrod? <laughs> They're a good system, actually. <laughs> Nimlock is a really good system. Nothing bad about Nimlock. Um, but they had a trading program, and, and it was, it was uh, sales the, the Sandler sales system, selling in three circles. And, and bringing those circles together really meant just a lot of talking. And, and I kind of sat in back in there and thought, man, that's just, that's wrong.
1: It's, it's back to the, you know, two ears, one mouth thing, right, that you've talked about before?
0: Uh, yeah. Have I mentioned that before? A few times. yeah. God. But it's so applicable, isn't well, it? Yeah, I mean, it, I think God did it right. You know, He gave us two ears and one mouth. Well, not to get uh, religious, but uh, God did most everything right. He did. He did. <laughs> he did. But, you know, we're supposed to use those in proportion. Right. So we need to listen to our prospect, hear what it is that they're struggling with before we talk. What are, what are some issues you hear? Or for that matter, let me, let me be so hmm? bold to ask. What are some mistakes you've made? Oh, I've made a lot. When you're in a sales, I've made a lot. Uh, so first of all, I have, I'm
1: notorious for talking more than I need to. That's why a podcast actually works real well with me because I can, I can talk. That's what I'm supposed to do. With that said, I've become a lot better at listening to what, you know, asking questions. You may not know what your prospect needs. That's why the questions are so important. Ask a question and you may already know the answer, but the answer also may be a little different than what you think. And so the whole idea is to put yourself in the prospect's shoes. And that's what I try to do. What are they thinking? What's that inner dialogue? And so I'm getting better at it, uh, but I still have a lot of room for improvement. So I've made a lot of mistakes. I talk too much. That's my biggest mistake.
0: I In the beginning, I did too. Um, I'm an engineer, and I I like the thing. I like the mechanics. I would have been the guy that was sitting there describing the, well, it's blue, and it's kind of concave, and, <laughs> and it's, it's uh, bright. With that, with that energy? Bright and easy to find. No, I, you know, a little better energy, but... <laughs> I, I would. I was the engineer, and and I was always thinking in terms of the technical aspects, the benefit, and same thing. It's okay. So I've got uh, two degrees, and I've been in the business thirty five years, and you know I got two dogs. Yeah, and work out of my home. And I think at this point, the customer is like, "What?" Uh, true story. I was asked. I was referred to a finalist. To build a website, he was a finalist on uh, the Biggest Loser. Okay, and I, I don't want to name him, but uh, mostly because <laughs> it, it looks bad to me. <laughs> okay, a dear friend of mine referred me to him. He wanted to have a website so he could capitalize on his his um, sudden fame, and I guess he made it to like top four, top five in the Biggest Loser. Of course. I had to sign an NDA because I couldn't share any of that. Right, While I'm talking right, right. to him, the program is still going. Exactly. And so he asked the question that is like my nemesis. So tell me how you do this. Okay. Well, now the engineer in me, uh, 45 minutes later, the guy's eyes are glazed over. Yeah. It, he's just about to fall asleep. But I'm, I'm contemplating on there and reflecting on this meeting after the meeting. And I'm thinking, this is a guy who hasn't eaten in like six weeks. Of course he was going to fall asleep. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, no fooling.
0: But, you know, I learned at that meeting that what he was asking for when he says, tell me how this is all going to work, what he really wanted to know was, how do I work with you? How do I, uh, be mechanical, again, be engineer, how do I give you money? How do I give you content? How do you finish the product for me? That's really all he was asking. And I thought he was asking for an HTML lesson. Funny me. So I've got something that I wanted to share.
1: Uh, how about when you actually, and this is this goes before you get the sale or even after you make the sale, but assume your client knows nothing about how you do business. Never make them ask what's next. You have them ask you, right? What? What's the process? Basically, and you took that in a different direction
0: I you know I did, <clears throat> although you know I, a lot of people ask me that question and and you're right, it, this was early in the web development side of my business. I was still mostly a trade show guy. Um, yeah I, you know I just made the mistake of getting too technical I sold the drill, not yeah,
1: the hole. exactly.
0: so um, with
1: that, hold on, head. There's this pop-up on my screen. I can't get rid of it. Can you hear what it's saying? Your computer has alerted us
0: that it is infected with a virus and spyware. This virus is sending your credit card details, Facebook login. And- well, Phil, it, it, it looks like your computer might have caught some malware. I recommend you call F1 for help at 208-687-0183. With almost 20 years' experience, they know how to get rid of it. Wow, really? What computers do they work on? F1 for help works with computers running Microsoft Windows, Mac OS, and Linux. Give them a call at 208-687-0183. Thanks, Ed. I will. Now, Phil, before the break, we talked a lot about the overselling issue. Talking too much. Focusing too much on features instead of benefits. When I read Stefan Shilman's book, The 25 Most Common Sales Mistakes, and got to mistake number 12, mm-hmm. I got to thinking, how would a solo entrepreneur even recognize if they are making this mistake? I mean, when we are neck deep in our business from creation to delivery, we're too close to notice some mistakes. So, right. How do you think someone working alone could come to grips with the sales mistake? So if you're having this conversation with, with a prospect,
1: I, I imagine that's what you're talking about, right? You're going to have some dialogue, and then the prospect's going to say something, and you're going to answer, and you will see the prospect shake their head. No, no that's, that's not what I'm looking for. And you will try again. The prospect will give you some idea if you're in alignment with what they're looking for. But you have to identify this as quickly as possible so that you can move past that, right? And get back to the conversation that's going to get to what is the actual benefit that you can bring that prospect.
0: And and that's good. You have reading the body language obviously, yeah. but let me throw in covid. Okay. Yeah. We're 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 in a pandemic world. We're shut down. How many How many sales presentations are you doing over the telephone now? You've never met the person.
1: Yeah, so there's a few. Uh, I kind of pride myself on being able to hear how someone is taking this conversation in their voice inflection. Okay. So here it gets right down to it listen and be present and be aware. Don't be distracted. Okay, you know we're doing this podcast. Both of us have things going on as we try to continue going through without seams, right? Right. But when you are doing uh, talking to a, pro- a, pros- a prospect, give them your undivided, a hundred percent, and you will you will start to gain some real tools on reading that the voice.
0: You know, and, I, and think. I, you know, and I think you touch on it. It's uh, be in the moment, be present right Um, it's the
1: only thing we can count on is this very second
0: that's right and we have to slow ourselves down we we really especially if we don't have body language to read right if all we're using is our auditory sense we've got that telephone up to our ear and we're we're listening to the prospect over the telephone or worse yet Reading it over a text message. Uh, well, True story. Even, even worse, yeah. I just got out of a Zoom meeting with a new prospect. Very, very likelihood I'm going to get the job. But the initial sales call was Facebook Messenger. And then it went to SMS text messaging. I never talked to the person until like three days later. Mm-hmm. Then we talked on the telephone. And that's really where the close happened. It, now, the, in this situation, there's a board of directors, so I have to meet with the board of directors. Now we did a Zoom meeting. But honestly, the deal was practically sold. The questions right. they asked, the deal was already done. And and that was purely from messaging. So you had to really carefully uh, use that device,
1: right? Right. That That uh, platform, you had to be very careful of your words, how you used it. And I don't know about you. I'm very careful. I put, I mean, I'm notorious for putting punctuation using right grammar. And if I want to accent a word in a text message, I go all caps. Yeah, That shows an accent on the word. Not that I'm yelling, an accent. Just so that there's no confusion whatsoever.
0: You know, and I I get in trouble with that because I'm an old programmer. Mm. And uh, it just goes back to 8.3. I don't know if you even remember what that or even knows what that means it used to be we we had a limit on file names of eight characters before the dot and then three characters after after the dot interesting so eight dot three so we had to get super creative with what we name stuff and we would use uppercase lowercase numbers so uh
1: twitter was that way back in the day with 140 characters exactly be very uh, uh creative
0: yeah so i'll I'll find myself, I'll capitalize words, I'll scrunch them together. I mean, to this day, I write email, lowercase e, capital M, <laughs> and I can't not do it that way.
1: But that doesn't screw anything up. No,
0: no. That I mean, what, doesn't. what we're talking about in this issue is, so you're in a sales meeting, you happen to be able to observe the person's body language, read the cues. Another way... Get yourself a business coach. You know, if if you're not sure, if your sales have slowed down, first off, if you're not measuring your sales, then you're totally blowing it. You should know what your close rate. Phil, what's your close rate?
1: My close rate, I'm probably 80%. Yeah. I'm pretty good. Yeah,
0: 72%. I, I close the deals. And most of them that I don't close, it's because I didn't want to close. Them. Right. I right. send them away. I yep. tell them, you know, I'm not the right guy for you.
1: Yep. Uh, we had a whole episode on the value and benefit of having a business coach. That's it. Episode one hundred and seven. Was it wow. one hundred and seven? One hundred and seven. Yeah. Oh, that
0: wasn't that long ago.
1: Nope, just about a month ago. Yeah, yeah. And so it, that's a. It's a really. It's a great tool if you can do that, and you should try to do that. And if you don't have a business coach, you have to. You should mimic having a business coach. You know what I mean by mimic, right? No, no. Explain that. Okay, so um, find a podcast that we'll talk about ours, but there are other business podcasts out there. Uh, find a podcast that you resonate with and be dutiful on listening to that and take those suggestions that come up in the podcast, a book, a business book. We've talked about business books at nauseam mm-hmm. on this podcast, you know, find Get the E-Myth revisited, read that thing. The tipping point is a great business book. There are so many business books that are great. Find one, You resonate with and go with it. There are, like Lewis Howes has great things on a podcast. Find these things. If you can't do a business coach, mimic one.
0: Well, and that kind of goes in with uh, a mock sales meeting with a trusted advisor. Oh, there you go. So, if you don't have a business coach, you got a friend. Like you know, I've I've actually done this with you, and he didn't even know it. But I I try I don't pay attention. I try out new sales presentations on trusted friends. Yeah. I don't even tell them it's a sales presentation. Uh, I'll throw in new lines or new phrases sometimes. You know, if I've done this before with the person for a long time, I'll say, "Okay, I'm I'm going to lay one out on you. Just tell me what you think of it." But I usually like to do it unprompted, so that I get the raw reaction. Is that what
1: you did yesterday to me?
0: What did I do to you yesterday? I
1: was like, "Can you walk me through a couple of things on WordPress to change these?"
0: Oh like, yeah, no, no, I I, can't. I, to, I, I can't. totally sold you on that. <laughs> I can't. But, yeah. Why don't you just
1: hire me to do it? <laughs>
0: like, okay,
1: <clears throat> yeah, that, that that you know, I've never
0: been that forward with you before. Yeah.
1: I'm like, I didn't have the energy to like, yeah, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. $12 and 50 cents worth of
0: work. Go ahead. Just do it. Well, I'll be tipping you. uh, You'll get 13. Wow. I know. 13 holdouts. Big tipper. Two bits. Two bits. (laughs) I love it. Well, but you (laughs) got to have that mock sales meeting. You got to go through it. I had a a friend of mine who was just starting out in business. um, And she was kind of concerned that she, she didn't have all of her ducks in a row. I'm doing the air quotes for the benefit of the Facebook folks. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah." again, I don't want to use her name, but I said, stop worrying about that. Just get to the sales meeting, give it to me, lay it on me, pretend I'm the customer, give it to me. And she did. And we talked about some improvements that she could make. Trade sales coaching sessions with another business friend. You know, sometimes it's, it's off-putting to say, hey, I, I, I'd like to use you as a guinea pig and try out some sales tactics. Uh, do, you, do you mind if I do that to you? Sometimes that feels a little funky. But if you know you're going to trade, you're going to give, and then you're going to have to do one yourself. You're going you're to help them out. Now you're kind of helping, you're creating your own coach.
1: You know, I had somebody approach me uh, from the networking group, actually, that got some different strategies within their business and wanted to try them out on me. And we haven't done it yet, but I thought that was really good. And, you know, I am I can go in objectively. Uh, so we'll see what happens when this uh, all comes comes to fruition but it is good and you know what sometimes you have to go outside your comfort zone (laughs) sometimes you have to go outside your comfort zone a lot you do get used to it yeah be comfortable with being uncomfortable
0: well talk about being uncomfortable here's another one ask a past failed sales prospect to critique your presentation
1: i love that one
0: imagine going back yeah obviously this has got to be handled delicately delicately but, you know, go to somebody and say, hey, you know, a couple of months ago, I gave you a sales presentation and, you know, I'm not, I'm not calling because I'm upset. I'm calling because I want to learn. I really feel that I've got a service that's valuable to my community and I, I want to be able to help other people. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions about why you didn't choose us so that way I can improve my business?
1: So I've got a story for you. I just lost an account. I've been working on this account for three years. Three years. They are so slow in making decisions. You know what? It would be a good account for me. I, I have a lot of knowledge in what they do. And I thought I thought we were there. I It was almost a rubber stamp. But I know better than to assume we've got a closed deal. It's not closed until you sign on the line. So I ended up losing it because they're going to go in-house. I'm using the air quotes now in house with their social media, which is whatever, it's fine. They don't know what they're doing, but that's okay. I think I'm gonna do that exact thing. Ed, I'm gonna go to them and have this conversation. I'll report back on another podcast how that turned out.
0: I, I think that's a fabulous yeah. idea. You know, Phil and I I know yeah. Phil, S- I know you are out. most likely a sole entrepreneur and you are facing very tough times ahead. The pandemic, riots in the street, heck, even the national election all seem to be working in cahoots to make you and your small business suffer. It is our hope that you can find words of encouragement from our podcast episodes. We also hope we can help optimize your business operations and sales process. If you find some golden nuggets in today's episode, would you do us a favor and share this episode with a friend? Also, take a moment to visit the Business Buffet podcast on Facebook and ask a question. Oh, please. Phil and I would love to hear from you on topics of interest you'd like to discuss. Heck, you never know. We might reach out to you and invite you to be part of the show. And you will be an internet superstar. Oh, we need to have that superstar <laughs>
1: song. You got a quote for us? I do. People will buy anything that is one to a customer. Let that sink in. That's from Sinclair Lewis.
0: Well, that is it for today's episode. Thank you for listening, and remember to eat hearty in business. At F1 for Help, we offer a variety of services in-house and on-site, ranging from estimates to our popular general maintenance program and reloading your operating system as part of a wipe and reload. If you want to take the cost out of IT, we recommend signing up for the F1 for Help Manages Services program. If you have any questions, please give F1 for Help a call at 208-687-0183.
1: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Business Buffet Podcast. If you came in hungry for some substantial business nuggets, we hope we left you satisfied. Pardon me. We invite you to visit our website, businessbuffet.page. Until next time, we hope you eat hearty in business.